we back. Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast, Peace Talk. It's me, Day Peace. And I, I want to start off by saying this. My last solo episode is now my number one episode of all of my entire... I'm, I'm close to 200 episodes. So my last episode, Solo Talk, my show is in Austin, Texas. And now talking about a teacher sleeping with a student at Lake Mills High School. It, it took a teacher to bang a student for y'all to listen to my podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, if I have to give credit to this teacher for anything, maybe it's that. I told you I'm still with the fuckery. I did what I did what teachers. I mean, I did what parents do. I wrote I wrote the superintendent an email and the chief of police <laughs> because part of this episode is to give you a little bit of an update of what's been going on, or at least from my perspective. And on top of that, I, I wanted to, again, on uh, from, from the top, just say thank you for listening. Uh, my, my top episodes of my entire podcast is that episode. Then it's my first episode ever. A lot of times when I tell people I have a podcast or when I do shows, a lot of times people start with the first episode. For some reason, they click on, they go to the very first one, boom. Or just when I initially launched the podcast, a lot of people clicked on just to support and see what I had to talk about. Then there's the episode, the first episode I had with my wife, first episode I had with my mom, uh, then open to suggestion, which if you are a long time listener, I had a situation with a, a little girl, <laughs> uh, a racist little girl, where she she had a, it wasn't even a viral video. She just, she just had a, a Snapchat saying the N word a lot. And, and I had a, a brief conversation with the mother and then the, the the father had my podcast flagged and taken down and it's a local business in Mason City and it, it was a it was a real it was a real interesting situation for me. Are you looking for your next book to read? It's about to get cold outside. You you want to curl up with a good read by the fire, put your jammies on, hot chocolate. Let me tell you about a new book called How to Afford Everything by Dr. Darla Bishop. Her life experience, education, and career has meddled into a passion for improving the health of communities. Empowering individuals with financial literacy is the cornerstone of forging thriving, resilient communities. With years of experience working to change not only her own financial life and a passion for educating others. She's excited to guide you through changing your relationship with money. She's an author, keynote speaker, workshop facilitator, and she's also a Peace Talk sponsor. You can order the book from her website, DarlaBishop.com, or AffordEverythingBook.com. You can use promo code DAY for free shipping. Order the book, change your life today. For, for a greater part of being in North Iowa, I feel like I've walked the line of being strategic, smart about not only my business, but my representation, my image. I think it's also just as a black man, especially in Iowa, to be very conscious of what I say and what I do. I mean, I got people that I've known for years that I still don't like. You really want to know how I really think about some shit? <laughs> I'll never I'll never tell you. Okay. Like like the 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 most you'll get is when you see me on stage or if you tune into this podcast, because for where I am right now, almost 40, I'm pushing 40. With that particular situation, it was one of those like, 
very similar to the the teacher where it's like we we we're not talking about this where's the outrage the outpour the the listen i know children make dumb decisions and not to go back to that episode or just even emerge that that whole conversation but i have these points that i think are important to hammer and one of those points was where did this little girl get this i have children and uh my three-year-old thus far god willing five-year-old 11-year-old has not gone on any racial rants on any social media of any kind so far they haven't chimed in on the israelis like they, like listen my my the point that i was really trying to make sure and even with the the like where is she getting this from and then where is the conversation where's the education where's the corrective tools to to make sure this doesn't happen and that she learns from it that was that this whole teacher thing is like it's wow to me because again just my opinion nothing's going to come of this and i say that with like every fiber of my body <laughs> it's like i've seen this before i've i've watched this episode before listen my wife loves hallmark channel nothing against them specifically but the product that they package and repackage and release is 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 dumb okay it's like small girl leaves a big i mean a big city girl goes back to a small town she falls in love with the it, like at what point do we like hey i've seen this before okay like this is this is the and and here's what here's what's incredible to me like they will they will put the same actress in like 20 different holiday hallmark movies it's like <laughs> getting off the point point is i've seen this before it's been about four weeks now. November 6th, the emails went out to parents. November 7th, they released a statement. And now it's early December. And essentially what it's going to come down to is two factors. Whether or not the school are going to press charges or the parents. And as, as, as I sit here today, I very much don't believe the parents are going to do that. Then there's, this, there's the school. And I don't believe they have any reason to unless there's pressure. And this is kind of one of those things why rallies and protests and things like that are important because they gain traction. They put pressure on litigators or people to make these types of decisions where otherwise they sweep it under the rug. They pretend it doesn't happen or they minimize it, which is, hey, it's one of those like, do, why do things when we don't have to do things? Like, why make this a deal if we don't have to make a deal? You know, if we can disassociate ourselves, if this teacher will leave quietly, paid leave, uh, never work again or never teach again, that's that's the that's the win. I'm going to tell you what my hammer is. I'm going to tell you what my point is that has really got me. And I'm not even fired up at this point. Even with marketing and advertising the episode, I have people, some family member like, hey, uh, you shouldn't say this. You shouldn't do this. I, I made a comment about doing God's work. <laughs> I'm just doing the Lord's work, baby. I'm just, I'm just trying to educate, trying to, trying to push this topic to the forefront. Uh, and then there was like, hey, kind of like you shouldn't talk about things without having all the information, knowing all the facts. It's one of those conversations where like, hey, Trump didn't do it until he's convicted. And like, okay, what about the allegations? What about the, let's wait till all the facts come out. Okay, let's, let's not, let's not condemn him. Okay, he's just a human. Okay, I mean, do you remember the whole Hillary Clinton with the fucking emails? They was like, lock that bitch up. Okay, like, it was like, 
I joke about that just to kind of shine a light to not only the hypocrisy that we have when it comes to certain things, but it's this selective outrage that has been a conversation for the greater part of this cancel culture, uh, this societal social media era. Like we do this thing where we go crazy when this person does it or these types of people do it, but we don't keep that same energy without pressure for the school to do anything. I doubt that they will from just the last month alone of no one talking about anything and me kind of reflecting on the conversation that I was having in that group about the incident. I don't think that that's going to happen. Even the local paper released the statement that the school made and there was, I don't know, like 10 comments and it was, thanks for telling us, thanks for letting us know. But there wasn't like, what the fuck is about to happen? Like, uh, are, are we sharing her name? Are we, there was a teacher not too far from here and they put all his business out. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, even his wife made a statement like, you can't believe these, like they, they, I, they, they did everything but put his social security out. And I don't know. If it's because it's a guy, girl, like, I don't know if it's the, th- this is an attractive young lady. She's got a whole life. Ahead. Like, I don't know what the thing is that has allowed us to separate certain cases. What I thought and still find incredibly surprising is how we responded as a community. If you tell me Jared from Subway is moving across the street, hey, maybe Maybe he's in the category of he's paid his debt to society and, and he's a different person. He's reformed. I would imagine there is some type of outpour, some type of conversation publicly, maybe a forum where we discuss. And it just seemed like we, we weren't going to do that. We're not going to do that about this young lady. Why? Hey, it's me, Dave Pease. I would love for you to come to a show, and that might not be possible. Like, I may be doing a show, and it's not in your city or your state, and you still want to listen to my comedy or watch my comedy. You can go on YouTube and watch my first comedy special, Peace of Mind, or you can listen to one of my two or both of my comedy albums that are streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, everywhere you listen to music. Uh I'm pretty hilarious, if I can be honest with you. And uh, I love putting out this work at this point in my career. And again, if you've never seen me live, just, you know, due to geography, uh, those are other ways that you can uh, listen to my comedy and let me know what you think. I think there should be consequences. I think this is egregious. I think this is a serious fucking offense. But I don't think anything is going to come of it. So it's one of those like 10 years from now, we're going to say, hey, remember when that teacher did that thing and nothing happened? That's what we're going to do. Like the, the point that that I still think is lost on most people. And I, I, I talked about it in the last episode is how are we not talking about this? I'll, I'll never get that. And, and, and maybe maybe I, I didn't do this on the first episode. I think the school from the interactions that I've had personally they're incredible. They're, they're the best part of this town to me. So this is not an attack on the school or the incredible teachers or the, the hardworking. Uh, like, this is an attack on the predators where something like this can happen or allegedly happen 
and we don't talk about it. And that blows my fucking mind. Like that, <laughs> this lady slept with this guy, husband, and infidelity as a conversation, or this person got divorced from this person. There was a scandal where two grownups uh, had sex at the, <laughs> the fucking at the fitness center, and it was caught on camera. Like to me, that's gossip. Like that's that's fun. That's that's rumors. That's that's if we are going to prioritize that shit, don't that's at the bottom. We should be talking about this this teacher who put her house up for sale. She out. Nothing's going to happen to her. Paid leave. She good. She going to go do something else. She going to go make money. She going to have a, a good life. I just find it. I find this to be a missed opportunity where we have this thing that happened and we could have come together and said, wow, this is wrong. What are they doing to fix this? How can we change? What can we do better? Like, and I, I think we completely dropped the ball. Like my role in all of this is nothing more than being a comedian, using the podcast, I guess, as a platform. I mean, I, I can say that I'm trying to educate people. I can say that I'm trying to spread the word and get information out, but I'm not really doing that. I'm just telling you guys, this thing happened or allegedly happened or that it's going on. Here's the update. Nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. Nothing's going to get fixed. And that that makes me pretty sad. So... I'm going to end the episode with the email that I fired off. And I'm not a email fire offer. <laughs> there are sometimes me and my wife, we'll go to like a restaurant. We'll have a really good experience or a really bad experience. And we have that conversation. Like we should email them and say how great of an experience that we had or how shitty of an experience. we Buffalo Wild Wings in Mason City, Iowa. If I have to go there again, I'm going to cry. If I can just give you a number, this is, I'm, I'm, I don't even know if this is real. Let's just say, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings approximately five times a year. It's one of those restaurants that as a family, there's something for everybody to get. So we sort of like compromise and and we like, hey, let's just go here. It is and has been one of the worst dining experiences consistently. You know, sometimes you go to a place and they just they have a bad night. The food don't come out right. The service this. There there's there's things. I'm talking like over 30 times where this has been like we we walked in, gave a place money and left disappointed. OK, <laughs> we were like, you know, what I mean, like this, it, it's almost like the definition of insanity because we me and what we do this. We, all, we 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 sort of like, hey, maybe maybe this time will be different. I didn't mean to go on that rant. I'll probably cut that out of the episode. But so here's the email. So first of all, I know I wanted to send an email to the superintendent, which I did, and he did respond, but then I wasn't quite sure who else to. So I like email <laughs> the city council, uh, Diane. Shout out to her. She forwarded my email, but she basically was like, look, this ain't this ain't our department. Okay, don't email me no more. Lose my number. Okay, she didn't say that, but I felt that in her. I felt that in her email. Okay, when she responded to me, we no longer have a chief, so I have an intern chief who who I reached out to, and he. Uh, took the time to respond, and uh, I'll share that email as well. But this is what I sent. (laughs) 
Uh, quick question. Do you live in North Iowa or Southern Minnesota? Are you not in love with your usual hair salon or you just want to try somebody new? Or do you want to discover the person that probably should have already been doing your hair this whole time? Shannon, aka Red, will gladly provide a multitude of services from facial, braids, perms, coloring. She's located at 624 North Monroe in Mason City, Iowa at the Candy Shop Salon and is typically open from noon to 9 with a 2.30 to 3.20 break because she's got to go get her kid. Okay, working moms, you understand the struggle. She runs a special on every Tuesday for $10 cuts, but you can see more on her Facebook page, The Candy Shop Salon, or you can visit her online shop. You can book by appointment, but she also take walk-ins. So it's all about you and how you want to see yourself at The Candy Shop Salon. This is what I sent, and this was to Diane, but I was like, I'm, like, I'm not sure who to actually be emailing and hope you can point me in the right direction. My question is regarding the incident at the school earlier this month. I have not seen or heard any follow-up about the teacher misconduct from November 7th. I find it incredibly disturbing. No future information has been shared, nor an update. Will there be any charges brought against this individual? An additional concern of mine, were there any preventative measures then and or now going forward? I I feel good about the email, okay? I mean, I I fired it off at like 1 o'clock in the morning. So the first email is from the intern chief, Matt Levine. I was forwarded an email you had sent to the city hall. I didn't know I was I not to send an email to the city hall. I assume they would get it to who needs to see it in reference to the teacher investigation. This is still an ongoing and active investigation at this time. The county attorney does not do any press release on ongoing and active investigations. If and or when any charges were filed at the end of the investigation, that would be up to the county attorney to decide if a press release was issued. As far as preventative measures being taken, that would be a question to pose to the Lake Mills Community School. I hope this helps you. And if you have any further questions, feel free to email me. So I appreciate the fact that you took time and responded. And the gist is it's an active and ongoing investigation. How long that will take? Who knows? But there's no new information. On to the superintendent, which, again, did not have to take the time to respond. I appreciate that they did. And I know his name is uh, Chris Chris Raj, look, I I don't know if that's how you say his name, but he said, thank you for reaching out and expressing your concern regarding the teacher misconduct incident. I understand the importance of transparency and we need for timely updates on such a matter. One thing I will want, I want to point out is his email was long as shit. Like he, he he didn't copy and paste nothing. I'm assuming Uh, maybe he did, but it, it like I took his response. Like he, he, he read what I said and he was like, let me, let me give you as much information as I possibly can. I'd like to assure you that we take this matter very seriously and it is still under investigation. We apologize for any inconvenience l- caused by the lack of updates and appreciate your patience. As of right now, I can share that appropriate actions are being taken in response to the incident. Due to the sensitive nature of the personal matter, we may not be able to disclose specific details publicly. But rest assured that the situation is being addressed in accordance with our school policies and procedures in cooperating with local law enforcement. Regarding your concern about preventative measures, we are actively reviewing and reinforcing our existing protocols to ensure a safe and secure environment for both students and staff. Some things that we are taking place, and he listed the uh, educator ethics training, which clearly that young lady uh, needs to... You know, she didn't pay attention. Okay, she she didn't do her homework. <laughs> the Winnebago County Attorney, Attorney County Sheriff Office, Lake Mills PD Crisis Intervention Service. Like, I, I got to be honest. Uh, I, I think they're incredibly thorough. 
I just think this was very lost on this particular teacher. Additionally, we are exploring additional training opportunities for our educators to prevent any such incidents in the future. At this time, the status is the same as it was the statement when it was released. We understand the importance of maintaining open communication. We are committed to keeping you informed about any significant developments. Please feel free if you have any further questions or if there's anything you would like to discuss. Respectfully, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And that's that's where we are. I, I don't think I'm going to do a follow-up. I don't think I have any additional questions to ask either Chris or Matt. And like I said, I just appreciate them actually responding because they both did it in a time. I mean, like I said, I probably fired it off at like 1 o'clock in the morning. They both responded at like 6 a.m. I don't know if I'm the only parent that has sent an email. I don't know how many other parents are invested or care. I just know... What I, what I saw was an opportunity for a community to have a conversation about something that I thought was arguably very sensitive, but important to have. It's one of those things where, like, we may not love having this conversation, but I, I deem it to be uh, imperative that we do. Maybe that conversation is not with the community in Lake Mills, Iowa. Maybe that conversation is to you. And if you deem it important to follow up if you want to reach out to either matt or chris i'll include their information in the descriptions in hopes that you don't harass them or if you truly want to get answers or stay updated or follow this situation and maybe and maybe have additional questions that i just don't have at the moment or that i didn't share that you can do a follow-up yourself thank you for listening but that's 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 I think where I'm at. So uh, keep your children safe. I'll be back next Thursday with an interview episode with Dylan Meek, local comedian. We are doing my seventh annual Toys for Dot comedy show, and uh, <laughs> uh, we we plan to sit down before the show and, and talk about a couple of different things. And then I got one more episode before the end of the year. I just happened to be recording this on December 4th, which is Jay-Z's birthday. Shout out to Hove. Hove, if you listen, I, I do dinner. I'll, I'll take the dinner. But also on this day in 1969, activist and chairman of the Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton, was assassinated by the Chicago police and the FBI at just the age of 21. William O. Neal, an FBI informant, infiltrated the Black Panther Party and set up Fred Hampton for a measly $300.